One morning, it was the apocalypse. Okay, maybe not so much, but it certainly felt like it. Some combination of climate change and threats to our democracy, um, undermining of our social contract with one another, and our commitment to a joint effort to continuity just made me mad. <laughs> I wanted to think about it and study it with a bunch of really smart students. Fortunately, Jenny Knust is a professor of religious studies at Duke. So welcome in spring semester 2020 to Religious Studies 361, The End of the World. Then the coronavirus shutdown combined with class discussions of end-time scenarios and apocalyptic events like the Jonestown Massacre. I woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning and I thought to myself, we have to do something. We can't stop with this. You know, we have to say something about this because we're living through this now. So I thought, let's write a manifesto. Let's write like a public statement that we believe in continuity. Canoose took the idea to her class. And I said, do you want to do this? And they, they were like, hands up, hands up, hands up, hands up. Yes. Yeah. Zoom conferences, emails, document sharing, the works. And ultimately, a manifesto stating that the people studying the end of the world do not accept this as the end of the world. Though that's not new. My name is Bliss Gordon. When I first signed up for a class that was called the end of the world, I had no idea that I would actually end up living through an end. At the beginning of the year, we participated in a debate. One side of the classroom decided that we were in the midst of the end of the world, and another side said we were not. I was on the side that said we were at the end of the world. Now, facing COVID-19 at the closer to the end of the school year, and after a semester of experiences, readings, and presentations, and conversations, I do not believe this is the end of the world. I do believe we are at an end, and we are suffering pain and loss, but this is still an end. I do believe we can continue after this. When it was time for a manifesto, not just Bliss Gordon, but everyone worked and everyone signed. So we all just decided to sign alphabetically by name and then I um, posted it on our website. The class chose not to fear, but to face their moment. If you're impressed, you're not alone. It takes a kind of courage to decide to be on the side of continuity. Um, and by courage, I mean courage not because we're not scared out of our minds, right? We're scared out of our minds, but we're determined to continue. And that's what I've learned from these students. The students even added their own definition of manifesto, calling it a statement of convictions and a call to actions that will, we hope, create a better world in the future. So in these terrible days, here, in the voices of Knust and some of the students of Religious Studies 361 is hope. <clears throat> a claim that this is the end of the world is a rhetorical performance, not a description of a given fact. As a rhetorical performance, such a claim can invite an abdication of responsibility for participation in practices resulting in the continuity of life. An end is not equivalent to the end. Human beings die. 
social, biological, and technological systems shut down. But the claim that certain ends are proofs of some final end is patently false. Life continues even when certain human projects and lives do not. Continuities, not beginnings, are the counterpoints to the end. What dies provides the provocation and the nourishment for what must and will continue to live. There are no that beginnings that begin from nothing. The claim this is the end anticipates the end that is not wanted and in the process may well bring about that very end. Fatalism is an enemy of continuity. Caution is continuity's friend. The claim, life continues after ends, invites a different response to an end. This is the end. May encourage selfish actions like hoarding, groupthink, and attempts to identify who is deserving and who is not. Conversely, life continues after ends, invites creative solutions, diagnoses of the circumstances that have led to this specific end, and ideally, compassion for those suffering from ends. Since there are always ends, deaths, destructions, shutdowns, changes, and also continuities, living on involves both a shared recognition that everything will end, including us, and a shared desire to live on in a world that is bigger than any one person, group, or nation. Collective action, motivated by a shared commitment to continuity, keeps final ends at bay. Confronting an end in process with courage and hope rather than mere acceptance is part of our shared work. Therefore, COVID-19 is not the end, but it is an end, out of which that we will build continuities that we will create together. On behalf of the Religious Studies Class 361, I, Jessica Bullock, approve this message. You can find a link to the full manifesto on the website of The Devil's Share, sites.duke.edu slash devilsshare.